Friend Info Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back. I am so sorry that this has been late, especially with this being the finale-ish of the arc, I suppose. And you've pretty much had two big old cliffhangers and had to wait like a whole month and a half. So without much further delay, let's do this. Previously on Friend Info Adventure Co. Friends meet town and mom. Been stuck as kids for weeks here. If I could have stayed, I would have stayed with her. I didn't want to see, see what happened next. What happened next? You all watch my town burn. As bandits set my life ablaze. Nothing but ashes of my home and heart Go ahead and watch my life burn Magpie man stabbed my mom She passed her siren tattoos to me Tarquin was a dick We hugged and I got shot Woke up, but everything seems worse now. People I don't know just showed up. Showed up. Don't stand and watch me bleed. Who put this bullet in me? Could someone please take it out? Don't stand and watch me die. Who put this bullet in me? Where's my brew, you coin now? Is she gonna die? Is she gonna die? Is she gonna die? Am I gonna die? I know you may not recognize me with all these robotic parts. I may not be human, but it's still me. Who? Who? Oh. I thought that maybe you would recognize me. It's too much metal, but maybe I can make my voice sound more like when I was human. <laughs> Is that any better? Mercurius, it's me. Oh no, dude. Oh, Jesus. I, I've been looking everywhere. I've been looking everywhere for you, and I finally, I finally found you. How? You were looking for me too, right? I thought I had you. I thought you were with me the whole time. Huh? Because I. I put your parts, some of them at least, in this combat mech that I've been using so that you'd always be with me. How did you... My parts? How did you get here? What parts are you talking... That doesn't matter. I'm here because I saw it. There was a wanted poster and you and them and... Oh, oh. Thamos does a double take and looks at the scene before them. Is that... Is wish she was... Everything was on fire because of her and the people in the town were all dying and we... Were you fighting her too? There's an emergency. Shall we do, do you know, explanations afterwards? Um, emergency? I thought we did good. I was just trying to usher Deimos forward and stop them talking. 
<laughs> Fair. Fair and reasonable. Ladies and gentlemen, my sister. Total fucking bitch. <laughs> no, no. Dying. I thought, you know. <laughs> you have to take damage for that. Roll that damage. Oh, what? <laughs> I can't call your sister a bitch. Two. Two damage. Thanks a lot. <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. You have you have medical training. So I'm going to then follow Lucinda's lead while still eyes locked on Mercurius, but kind of like shuffle over towards the scene. As soon as you get to the body, you look towards her. She's laying there and she disintegrates. <gasps> no, 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 no. Deimos is going to look slowly up and go, I don't think I'll have a potion for that one. I'm also I'm going to look at Lucinda and be like, well, good luck fixing that. um yeah so you three do have echo stones you do see all of that happening i don't know would you come over or a lookout uh i'm gonna start heading over just because i'm not seeing any action happening i'm seeing a lot of standing around and uh i want to be i need to be part of the action whatever is happening so i have started heading over you all are standing around baileon's just disappeared real serious moment here and then you hear some some scuffling over by the shoreline. And then you see these little paws come up. Actually, they are quite big paws and it like slowly raises up and then gets up on there. And it's this very large cat. And then shortly after a woman comes up. And you guys are so screwed now. I'm like pushing up, hefting up this cat and this cat's ready to F and go. You guys, you guys are so screwed. Why is nobody shooting at anybody? Call off. Call off Benjamin. Call off Benjamin Button. It's, I think things are a lot different than we thought. I I go over to Benjamin and I start scratching his head and I'm like, it's okay, buddy. You, j- take, a fi- take a fiver. I'm not exactly sure what's going on over here. I imagine Benjamin Button's a little grumpy, like, mm, I wanted a fight. Yeah, my, my Benjamin Button, he's a cat, but he's all baned out. So he's just like giant and like full of roid rage, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then two other cats hop up behind on their own, I imagine they are much more talented at getting up there, right? Yeah, they're more agile. Good boy. Will you roll an insight? Nine plus two, 11. I think that's enough to be like, she looks very familiar to you, but you can't quite place it. Oh, I swear I recognize you. You look at him and it's this big psycho, but he's wearing a tie-dye skag t-shirt. Other than that, looks like a classic psycho. So for you, I don't think it would register as anything necessarily. Oh, uh, just another psycho? A psycho with drip. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the riz. That tie-dye shirt. But why should I feel like I should be seeing this cat more than once? The way he's speaking, you should roll an insight, Rebecca. Insight, insight. I don't remember what my thing was. Oh, but I rolled a 19. Mr. Mayor? Is that you? Sailor Twift. Dear John. I mean, I mean, dear God. Mr. Mayor! I've missed you so much. My life has been so dull since you left. Yeah. I mean, same here. I haven't been elected mayor even once. Ah. Uh. Not even second time? No. Well, I guess there was the second time. There Not was the, third the second. Time, though. I have, there was no third, uh, whatever it's called. This is really embarrassing. I came over here ready to kill you. Oh, I get that a lot, actually. 
I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn to Benjamin Button and tell him it's okay. He can debane now. One of the cats rubs up against his leg. The other cat starts chewing on like his shoe. I want to turn to Lucinda and Damos and be like, "Do you guys know this guy? Um, the psycho? No, never seen him before in my life. Never seen him before in my life. Oh, you should. He's the mayor. You're the mayor. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm gonna run up to him and offer my hand for a handshake. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Mayor. I'm sure. I don't know uh, how long you've been mayor for. Uh, did you? Were you the mayor that helped me distribute the wanted posters for for my friend Mercurius? We posted them all over the town. I've been looking for ages. Was I? Thank you so much for your service. I'm gonna take his hand and shake it. Shake, 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 shake. I'll shake back. I'm gonna take credit for it because that sounds like a it sounds like a good thing. I'll and I love taking credit for good things. <laughs> Hang on a oh, minute. Yeah. This this is the guy. This is the your guy. This is my guy. Whoa. This is my guy. <laughs> That's a relief. I thought he was dead for sure. Huh? No, what? You huh? No, I'm so glad it all worked out. Yay! You are so glad. Look at he's here. That was mildly ominous. We have heard a lot about you. A lot. Like, more than we ever wanted to know. Like, too much. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, I guess you guys all know me, but uh, we don't We don't know all of you. Well, Good Boy knows you with the cat. And I, of course, know Demos, but uh, Tarquin, did you say this was your sister? <laughs> yeah, Lucinda Britstone. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Isn't it just... <laughs> Likewise. Well, customs of humans, which I was once, are very strange. Like dating your brother. I'm glad you're reunited, though. This is great. Aside from the part where the one lady is um, dust now. So, um, are we? She'll come back, right? This was the lady that Lucinda shot and killed. Oh my god, that was you! Son of a bitch! Why do you keep doing this? Um, I have only murdered one of your friends. And we are not sure we can get her back. You guys, it was cool too. Her Brew Queen disintegrated. She's not coming back. Ah, oh. so town free? Town free. Is the bullet still there in the dust? No, it's gone too. <sighs> and there's no like dust remains there. It just kind of like disintegrated, I guess. There's no remnants of anything there. Huh. Is Pigeon still around? Yeah, Pigeon is freaking the freak out, going all over the island, going out in around into the street. It is moving frantically looking for Phaleon. Is there any sort of like insight check we could roll on what exactly that gemstone that we shot, like the limitations? What are we working with here? Anything we could do to to get some sort of tell on how permanent? Did you shoot her with a gemstone? No, I didn't. Well, no, but it was, all right. <laughs> Lucinda did, and I, might I reiterate, it was extremely cool. <laughs> kind of cool, okay. I thought the red gemstone broke, didn't it? Yeah, that one did. Oh, God, there's more than one. Can I uncock the one remaining from my gun and be like, oh, do you mean this red gem? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so yeah, she holds up this red gem and it is swirling with these various shades of red inside. And it looks exactly like the one that Phaleon had used earlier. Where did you get that? Uh, some lady in town made it. Well, actually, it is a long story, but some lady in town made it. What is going on? Uh, if I may, it seems like whatever was happening here has been happening for uh, weeks. Um, it's been in the news. Uh, you guys were reported as missing. 
and it's been destroying the town and people had to evacuate and those two those who couldn't are uh, just suffering the effects of drought and and storms and um we came to help we thought we were helping uh and so we retrieved this red gemstone uh from the salamancas you would have been so proud of me mercurius i kicked their asses Hell yeah. Anyways, Hell yeah. Um, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> he jumps up and down a little. It was it was quite the adventure. We were told that if we were to take down the siren who was causing the flames, it would fix everything. I uh, didn't know that she was your friend. Hold <laughs> I love Kimmy's face. She's like, you bitch. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. <sighs> we did it. No, I swear. This, <sighs> this was your this was your friend? Why were you letting her destroy this town? Well, it's kind of a long story. It was unintentional. We were sort of caught in memory land. We didn't know this was happening to the town. Mm. Yeah, we were like toddlers or something. I don't. No, <laughs> no, we were a little, we were older than toddlers, like eight or nine. Preteens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just picturing like uh how there's like Mario and Luigi and then baby Mario and baby Luigi. You guys just look like that. Just the little itty <laughs> bitty versions of Yeah. An excellent opportunity for fan art. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please. Oh god, I hope so. Okay, how did the red gemstone work last time? Um, the literally the only person that you could explain that you shot her, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were told that it would null any effects of magic. We didn't really know it would, you know. Oopsie. I kind of I kind of expected it to. You did call what? Well, I mean, at the time, we we were told it was an evil siren. I. Anyways, maybe if we uh, gather, you know, fan the particles back down and put them together and someone can, you know, necromancy or... Does anyone have a vacuum? Surely that's a robotic attachment you have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am not vacuuming (laughs) Thaleon. I'm pissed right now. Who is this lady that's been telling you what to do? Did she have a name? Can you describe her? She is Wolf Lady. Lady in the town. She's a, a dwarf lady. Uh, a dwarf give, gave us a map and we trusted her implicitly. <laughs> she said, yeah, she said she wasn't evil. And you just believed her? Yeah. You guys are a worse team than we are. I mean, it seemed like she was looking after all of the people in the town who had to continue residing here. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're losing sight of the big picture, which is we saved the town. Now we just need to save one more person and then we're golden. Easy. Do your eyes work, Lucinda? You saved the town. There's no water. It's all on fire. You did that, not me. It was because of this lady that we just obliterated. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, I hate to admit that Brother Mine could be onto anything at any point. But finding this mysterious lady might be a good port of call. Has enough time passed that the Salamancas have stopped chasing us through the town first? Literally, what I was about to say is that you see from the direction that you guys had run from a bunch of people in suits that look like 
Salamanca's running up towards you. Oh, no. So as clarification, when I said I kicked their asses, I meant like a um, little bit, you know? <laughs> uh, they might still be, um, you know, it, things happen. So Kicked some of the asses. There are still a um, lot of asses. There's, yeah, kicked temporary ass. Instead of a kick, yeah, more just a friendly pat. Kick the walls off. <laughs> I did kick the walls ass. I obliterated that wall. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to find out what all these references are to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when are we going to hear this? When are we going to listen? I can't wait to hear what actually happened. <laughs> Shit. Bad guys. Are we all in agreement that these are bad guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hate these right. guys. Nice. They are running and they get like into where the lake water would be and they're continuing to run towards the island. So we have the higher ground at the moment, yeah? It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most useful person to have on our team is currently not able to participate. And whose fault is that? (laughs) (laughs) And she did it very well. (laughs) Okay, we we really appreciate you guys getting us out of that weird nightmare realm, but at the same time, would you please stop telling us you're welcome for killing our friend? You're welcome that we saved the town. Hey, there you go. Thank you for that. We're we're not even from this town. Fuck the town. (laughs) That is the Parkwin I know. (laughs) (laughs) Ever falls. No one cares. Um, Anyway, right, Team Huddle. We we kill these guys and then we'll sort out our own personal problems, yeah? I'm in the Team Huddle. I whisper that to Mercurius. Hell yeah, you are my man. Let's go. Yeah, let's kick some ass. And then after that, we'll figure out how to save your friend. Deal? Yes. Deal? Fun. I'm going to put my hand in the center. <laughs> my hand's in the center. In. Uh, Sailor puts her hands in and three little kitten paws also put their hands in. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I'll put my hand in too. All right, listen, Um, I'm just going to look baffled at what is going on. Listen, <laughs> <Anna>. <laughs> 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 okay. I'll, I'll put my hand in, but I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, and then they all sit. They sit there in silence like that. Okay, who's starting the chant? What do we? What do we? Who's going to make the dawn gone? Make the dawn. Huh? Don't kill any more friends. Yeah, on the count of three, don't kill any more friends. Three, two. You guys start to count, and each of you get shot for five damage each, as it took you so long to do all of this that they have come and they are now up on the island and shooting at you while you're in this huddle. Oh, beans. That's fair. Acceptable. Have a nice day. Okay. There are a lot of these guys. There are 15 enemies and I am just going to have them attacking as a horde and you guys are going to just attack the horde, essentially. There's going to be certain things that'll be like even number will attack a certain type odd number damage will attack a certain type. So it's like, there's so many of them that you're not specifying who you'll be attacking at. You're just attacking at the vast numbers of people. Sick. So go ahead and roll initiative. 11. Dirty 20. 15. Uh, 13. Taylor rolled a 9. I rolled a nat 20. Really didn't want to do that. I didn't want to go first. Everybody is full health, full shields, So, but you did just take 5 damage. Um. Also... Uh, I do have an archetype that's um, adjacent allies take one less damage from melee attacks. I don't know if that one accounted because we weren't technically in combat yet. Yeah, okay. That does, that that totally affects. (laughs) (laughs) You all only took four damage. Thank you. I see the benefit of this friendship now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. 
All right, well then, good boy, you're up first. There are 15 enemies scattered in front of you. They're probably about 20 squares away. Accuracy-wise, I'm going to let you guys just shoot because there's so many of them that you're going to hit somebody type of thing. So we're not even... You will still roll accuracy, but just for the damage. You won't worry about your range. Can I throw my axe then? Yes, you can throw your axe. All right, I'm going to do that. Go ahead and roll your damage. So that would be 17, 17 damage. I'm going to say you run up eight squares because that's, I think, the max you can do while you're in your rampage mode, unless you wanted to use an extra movement and move 12. Uh, No, I'll just do eight. So now you're 12 squares away. You huck your buzz axe and you deal. How much was it? 17? 17, yeah. You just lob it. It lands on somebody. Your string is definitely long enough and you start pulling it back. But that takes a while. So no second attack. Okay. I love the way that you worded that makes it sound like I threw it like a football or something. That's exactly what I kind of imagined. Like, you like arched it, right? (laughs) And then it just goes into like a crowd of people and it hits one of them. And you see a robot. It tears them to pieces. It like shatters. One enemy dead already. Let's go to Mercurius. Okay, I have a plan. I want to sprint forward. Uh, as close as I can get to them. They how, how many spaces did you say they were away? Like 20. 20? 20 spaces. I can get within 15. So I will sprint up and I will summon Pancake. Okay. Oh, this bitch. You summon Pancake. Glorious, glorious mech, right? This is the first time yeah. Deimos have seen, has seen it, and I think that's probably the response, right? Like, oh, what do you do? This is you. This is, I put parts of you in this thing. That's a little bit grotesque, don't you think? A little bit, but I always wanted, you know, I always wanted to have you with me, because... I thought you were looking for me, but that's fine, I guess. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Oh, no, are you mad at me? We'll have to talk about this later. I gotta fight these guys now. All right. Oh, no. I think you really need to have out now. <laughs> right now, this instant. <laughs> you named it Pancake? <laughs> I named the pancake. I got a story for that. Just hang on. <laughs> okay, shoot, uh, shoot minigun. Um, if I can, I reach them with minigun, or are they too yeah, far? Yeah, it's out? gonna be just spread out. So you'll roll the damage, and then I'll divide it by three amongst like three enemies, type of thing. It's a low accuracy roll at three, so it's gonna cost four fuel, and it's a d6 uh, one. Okay, it does one point of damage. Uh, it hits oh. some robot just. It hits the little armor there. Take that. I just wanted to give him a big target. Uh, next is going to be Deimos. I have not used my Scorpio turret yet. I think I will try that out. Let's see. Shield with aura effects, blocks damage from front, targets closest enemy for two turns. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do my Scorpio turret. 2d4. It's a one and a two, so that's three. And then I have a plus one mod on that. Four points of damage. Are you running closer to? Yeah, I'm going to charge. What's your movement? Five. You're able to go right next to Pancake and be in her bubble, but you don't have to. No, like... I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. I'm going to be in Pancake's bubble. Yeah. I'm going to be in that bitch's bubble. I'm going to be in that bubble, but I'm going to spit out more damage than she can. Ooh. Just saying. Yeah, you did, definitely did. Uh, yeah, so you go up that far. You throw it out. How far does the turret go out? Yeah, it just says target's closest enemy, so it's just... So it's in front of you, so there's also a shield in front mm-hmm. of the two of you. So you guys are together. Yes. Yeah, you hit some dude in in his flesh. Boop, boop, boop. Beep, boop. 
you can also shoot. Nice. Okay, I'll do that. Alrighty, so I am aiming with my crappy combat rifle. Accuracy of accuracy. Cool. Accuracy of six, dealing six points of damage. You hit some that same person that your Scorpio turret hit. Hit some flesh. Got him. All right, so then let's go to Lucinda. Well, I presume I still have my sniper rifle. Yes. I'm going to put a normal bullet in it. Can I use that? Yes, yeah. You don't have any more of the red bullets. Good. (laughs) I rolled a dirty 20 and did 15 damage. You hit a robot and totally kill it. It just shatters through the chest. You hear the sad... This was just a job for me. Oh, we should have tried diplomacy. When have you ever tried diplomacy? Um, loads of times. I'm going to name my combat rifle diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Sailor could just tell them to stop and they would. Are, are you moving at all? I don't want to go down to them, so I'll just loiter. So at this point, Lucinda, Tarquin, and Sailor are still grouped kind of together from the huddle. So you just killed that robot in one shot. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to say something snarky to Tarquin or anything, you know, like, or just give him a look because you just did that. I don't know if there's any sort of like that level of pettiness in your relationship. Oh, oh, there is. (laughs) (laughs) I I could definitely cast just a little glance over my shoulder at Tarquin just to make sure that he saw me do that. But I'm not going to say anything because that would be bragging. (laughs) I am going to unshoulder Claudette. I'm going to look at Lucinda and I'm going to whisper, Dad still likes me more. And then I'm going to fire Claudette into the crowd of waiting bad guys. So I have got an accuracy of 10, but I'm going to use my close enough to up it to the top range, meaning... I will deal 17 points of damage, but I have splash damage, so it's half damage to all adjacent whatevers. Uh, you definitely blow up this one robot, disintegrate, way more hardcore than the sniper shot, and then eight points of damage to adjacent enemies, which is going to kill a human standing right next to it, and then damage a another human just to the side of it. Awesome. And because it's a stoker, I get a second attack at minus three accuracy, which I will do now. Oh, shit. I got the lowest bracket, but I'll use close enough again to put it in the middle bracket. So that is going to be 12 points of damage plus the splash on the adjacent. Yeah, you kill another human being and then damage some surrounding people. And I'm going to look at Lucinda and I'm just going to do a little bow. I think if you're going to shoot with Claudette, you would have moved forward. Then I did move forward. Mr. Oh, accuracy doesn't matter. Range doesn't yeah, matter. I just, but I'm still trying to put like <laughs> slight logic there of like going closer to get that kind of shot. Okay, yes, I did that. Tarquin, Britstone, what the bloody hell did you do to your arm? I went to Shartleby. I lost it. I was drunk. Doctor hacked it off. What can I say? This was the best I could find. Sorry, but hey, I'm upgraded. How many robotic upgrades have you got, Lucinda? Is it none? It's none. Okay, that yeah, I think it looks dapper on good. you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Mercurius. It is not Britstone quality. <laughs> You're not Britstone quality. <laughs> I'm telling Dad. Actually, no, I'm not. I hate him. <laughs> you will tell him because you are coming back with me, but that's a conversation for later. (laughs) Okay, so now it is Sailor Twift's turn. 
I want to turn and look at Benjamin Button and I want him to look at me and we give each other a head nod and he transforms back into Bane, big Bane cat and finally gets to live his purpose that he didn't get to do five minutes ago. Yes. So a seven and a one. There goes Benjamin Button rushing into the crowd of people. Bam, hits one of the humans, kills it. It was one of the already injured ones, but you know, it went for the kill. How do you, is there a way that he kills? Cutely. Like, have you, <laughs> like, have you ever seen a, a cat play with its food before it completely obliterates it? Takes it, throws it up in the air, bops it around. I was going to say the killer whale thing of like where they have a seal and they like throw it in the air and then like it's torture to the animal. Yeah, I had I had a cat that would catch a bird in our backyard was like a tiny enclosed kind of thing. And all of the other birds would gather like it was oh. a, like a, an arena. And my cat would just be like throwing up this bird, bopping it around. And all the other birds are like, no, don't do it. Whoa. That's what I imagine the scenario is like. Okay, yeah, that's, I think that's the perfect description because there are, at this point, there are nine other people surrounding them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you still have stuff to do. Are you going to move closer? Um, I'm not going to move closer because I have a sniper rifle, so I'm just going to roll for my sniper rifle. Okay, perfect. I have taken my sniper rifle, my sniper rifle, and unloaded the red gem, put in normal regular bullets because we're going to save the good red gem for another time. I shoot at the crowd of people and uh, my accuracy is a 17 and 12 damage. You kill another injured person, human being, right through the chest. He was trying to wrap a wound and you just shot him. Right in <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> Almost the same exact place. And he just looks at it and <laughs> he looks at it and then he gives up. Don't fix it, man. And then they are going to attack. And I just did this horde style. So there are six of you. How many of them are left? There are eight left. So those eight shoot at you all and they deal four damage to each one of you. And does that uh, friendship uh, archetype uh, is it consistent or do I have to like activate it or is it just anyone who's near me gets minus one? Oh, actually, damage. that's a good point. Your sh- you have that shield, right? Yeah. What's the shield strength? Isn't it five on your turret? It says shields 30, armor 10. It's going to take six damage to those shields because shields. it's okay. taking the damage that would have gone towards Pancake and you. Yeah, you guys have killed seven people, almost half of them. And in the distance, same direction, you start to see more people coming. And so it's back around to good boy. I am going to throw my buzz axe and deal 11 damage. Your buzz axe hits into a robot and kills it. Already injured robot. It was missing one arm already. So like, don't don't over celebrate here. Am I close enough to run up and hit him again? You can move eight, which will put you four away. So you could get a may. You could give me mayhem. And oh, wait, I have an idea. What if I don't pull in my uh, my buzz axe all the way and just start swinging it around? Oh, you psycho. That's a badass move. Let's do it. Uh, it's an 11. You start to swing it uh, and you hit a couple as you like whip it over to the left. Roll damage. Ooh, that's a six. And another six. As you're swinging it, you hit two people. Uh, You kill one of them, and then the other one is just injured. So you killed an injured one and then injured another one. It was like transference type thing. As you're swinging it around in circle, 
It wraps around pancake. Roll 2d6. Oh, no. Okay, that's a five and a four. Now your bubble shield's Mercurius for pancake. That is that five? Bubbles is seven per level, per skill level, and I have two ticks. So it should be 14 shield. So now you're down to five. Perfect. Lovely. Good boy, you're going to have to move back to Pancake to get your buzz axe untangled. Yeah, man. Okay. You know, it was 12 squares in front of you. So there was definitely a lot of other people in the way of spinning it around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on that, are you going to move? start? You can move back. Well, no, no, no. You did a badass move. You're stuck there. You got to move three squares backwards to get to him next turn if you want your buzz axe back. Now it is Mercurius's turn. Oh, I guess though Mercurius can move closer too. Yeah, I'm going to move closer. Or I was going to move closer. There's turret shield though. I might as you know what I might as well march forward a little bit. Uh, help meet meet good boy in the middle there. He's gonna need his buzz axe for stuff. Is he gonna trip over the string? Well, I hope not. <laughs> Do I need to roll an interact for that? It was wrapped around your bubble shield. So like, if it was wrapped around your oh, body, okay. I think. But since it's a bubble, it like fell to the ground. Could have been just like the ATATs on Hoth. That would have been funny, but I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But we don't do what's funny on the podcast. We go no. for realistic, ultra realism. That's right. So as I'm marching forward my whopping two squares, I will keep the minigun spinning. First minigun roll was an accuracy of seven and four damage. Second minigun roll was accuracy of three and six damage. How much total fuel did you spend? I spent seven fuel. So I have four remaining. You shoot out and both shots scatter across and hit multiple people, injuring them slightly. You're hitting, weakening the crowd overall. Take that, you dirty Salamancas. We're not dirty. We clean up this town. That's what your mom says <gasps> or whatever. I got I got nothing. Yeah, that's what your mom says. <laughs> Get him, Merc. Grabs his chest. <sighs> Did you hear what he said about my mom? <laughs> and takes one point of emotional damage. The other one lowers his weapon. It's okay, bud. It's going to be okay. Your mom's proud of the work you do. And then after you, it is Lucinda. No, it's Deimos. It's Deimos. Just kidding. Let's go. So first time I rolled for the Scorpio turret, I did it wrong. I was supposed to roll accuracy. So let me do that. Oh, yeah, because it gives you a different amount of hits. So first things first, the Scorpio turret. Why am I struggling with that word? Scorpio turret lands three hits. That was an accuracy of 12 to land three hits, which is a total of 19 damage. And that's just targeting the closest. Um, it does say on here it only lasts for two turns, though. So I think that'll be the last of the turret doing damage, at least. Your Scorpio turret shoots at the closest robot and kills it. Some of the bullets even go beyond it and hit into a human. I am shooting my crappy combat rifle now. Accuracy of 11. So that's four hits, which total out to 19 damage. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Perfect. Yeah, you totally kill another robot. And then it's like the same human standing behind that robot. He's like, I thought I was taking cover behind our hard objects here. Useless. And he looks pretty injured, but not dead. And then we go to Lucinda. So I have a counter strike that says the first time damage is taken during an encounter, deal plus one hit on your next. Oh, so technically the turn before you would have been able to plus another hit. We'll just have it carry over to this though. So okay. you're going to do an extra hit. I'm going to step forward. Can I move forward to stand just in front of Tarquin? Definitely. 
petty <laughs> really passive aggressive <laughs> oh natural 20 Ooh, okay, so you're gonna roll 2d10 and 2d12. This is the first time I think that I've gotten a gun shooting, you said natural 20, right? Yeah. Normally I always just double the damage because that's what you do for melee attacks, but with when it's a gun, you actually just add a critical hit to it. So you're already getting 1d10 because of that skill because you took damage at the beginning of combat and you should have had it last time, but you didn't. So you're gonna roll 2d10 and then 2d12. Damn. 23. You shoot and it goes through a robot at first and then the guy, the same exact guy somehow standing right behind, it goes through his head as well. So it's like through this robot's head and then through that guy's head and they both are dead. I'm just gonna turn my back on the combat and curtsy to Tarquin <laughs> before turning to face the combat again. <laughs> and then it is Tarquin's turn. I'm. <laughs> she's winding me up. You know, when the bad guys attacked, did they move any closer to us? No, they've just been standing there shooting. But there are only two remaining. How far away are they from me now? They're 16 squares away. Uh, hmm. Uh, okay, in that case, I'm literally going to just move half a square to stand in front of Lucinda. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm going to, if there's only two or maybe one, I'm just going to take out Babs then and line up a sniper shot. Uh, so I take out Babs, my sniper rifle. I've got an accuracy of 22 and I'm dealing 13 points of damage. It wasn't a nat 20, right? Uh, well, no, it was, no, just, it was a dirty 22. <laughs> you hit a robot in the leg and the leg falls off, but it is still standing there. I turn back to Lucinda and go, like, I, I don't know what happened there. I mean, like, it happens to everyone every now and again, though, right? Right? Yeah, good. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. No, I'm just going to stay standing, like, right in front of her. And now it's Sailor's turn. How many remain? Just one? One two? and a half-ish? One and one less and half? than a half? I'm just going to go ahead and shoot him. Okay, that's going to be a seven. Wait, it's a seven with your accuracy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That means it's you don't hit. I'm distracted by these two bickering. God dang it, you guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but Benjamin Button can still go. Benjamin Button has grown tired of his first toy and would like to go after his second toy. That's going to be an eight. Benjamin Button gets an eight. You choose. Do you want him to go after the weaker or the stronger one? Oh, he likes an easy kill, so he's going to go after the weaker one. Yeah, so the one-legged robot goes, grabs it, and starts playing with that after it's discarded to the other toy. Benjamin Button is going to huff on over, full body tackle the wounded, and start, like, he's got clutch, clutching it real close and tight, but then also using his back legs to, like, just mess it up. Yeah, and it's dead. Definitely dead. It's playing with the dead <laughs> thing now. Again. Yeah, he loves it. He loves Favorite it. Favorite thing, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, Meredith Grey, the gross one, she's um, just gone ahead and found one of the human bodies and just start going to town on it. That sounds right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Olivia Benson has remained by my side the entire time. Faithful as ever. Uh-huh. Dun, dun. I have not had an unbroken five minutes to tell her what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> to, commun- to communicate with Dr. Olivia Benson, I have to have like full unbroken eye contact and silence for like five minutes minimum for us to have a telepathic conversation. It's very useful. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> there is one person left and I rolled a nat one. So it sees its buddy robot friends get tackled and played with 
by this giant ass cat, gets a little bit scared, starts to run to try and help and trips and shoots itself in the chest and takes seven points of damage. At this point, those people that were coming, the reinforcements are getting a lot closer. Welcome to somewhere in the middle of the episode where we do ads and promo swaps and whatnot and who's it's. So real quick, just want to say thank you for listening this far. Bunkers and Badasses is made by Nerdvana Games. So go to their website, check it out. You can probably still get a deluxe edition that comes with miniatures, a board, a dry erase map, standees, and all sorts of fun things in it. So go to nerdvanagames.com, check it out. You can support us directly on Coffee. There'll be a link in the episode description in the link tree at the very least. Huge shout out to Kyle, who does our music, as well as Shard13, XIII. They also do a lot of our music, and we are so grateful to them because it is amazing. I love being able to put original music into the show. All right, that's it. There might be an ad after this and some promo swaps from other shows. Enjoy the rest of the episode. For our promo this week, I'm going to play a clip of a new show that Rebecca is a part of. It's called The Space Show Show, and it's part of the Geek Show Podcast Network, whatever you want to call it. They're on YouTube, they're on all the podcatchers, and they're talking about Star Trek together. So here's a clip from episode six that I think gives a pretty good feel of what the show is. To the grand ship, the space show show. Is that McNoise, Carrie? Yes. <laughs> he's got it. He's got the safety on his phaser. Oh, there. That's it. I gotta hit that. There it is. I hope it's set to stun. It is. It's is set it? to fun. Oh God. Okay. Welcome to the space show show. A show where I, a wee baby novice. Uh, <laughs> A sit with an expert and talk about space shows. I am your host, Ensign Rebecca Frost, joined by noted space show fan, Admiral Carrie Jackson. Welcome back, Carrie. Thank you. I got to be honest with you. I look forward to this more than anything that I do. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I get it. I love talking Star Trek. I could talk about Star Trek all day. Well, let's do. All right, so Phaleon, you go limp, you're laying on the ground, and then you feel your body disintegrate. And then it reforms, and you're laying on the ground of this weird, dark, light place simultaneously somehow, and you look around and there's no walls. Instead, you see distant stars, distant planets. You're still bleeding. And you're on this platform that's just kind of floating there in the emptiness of space. And you look around, there's these stairs leading upwards to a small floating landing, and there's a black throne on it. And then standing beside the throne, you see a woman, long, sun-kissed brown hair, half of her hair braided back along the side of her head. 
She's wearing a light blue flowing shirt with no sleeves. And on her arm, you see purple lavender tattoos going up and then to her neck. She looks at you with a loving smile. Says, my little hibiscus. And then she walks down the stairs to you and kneels down. I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. A tear rolls down my face. Where, where are we? It's a weird place. The Siren Queen ties us all together. It's like we're all part of this chain. And when one of the links is broken, then the link needs to be replaced. And so usually they get to choose who replaces them on that chain. And I chose you. Am I dead? Uh, not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Uh, no, you're not dead, but you are dying. You were shot with this red gem called a void gem. It's draining all the magic out of you, your siren abilities. It's, It's very powerful stuff. So in order to repair this breaking link... The Siren Queen is going to use a already broken link to just help mend you. She's going to help me? Yeah. Why? I asked her if I could help. I have to say I've been watching you and I'm so proud of you. I have no words. I don't. Yeah. Just tears. Yeah. Look, look at the friends you've made and you see in front of you this image appear. You can kind of see through it. It's ethereal. It is your friends. You can see Good Boy, Mercurius, and Tarquin, and they are shooting at these people who are attacking them. So you see the fight that's going on. I know you feel alone, but you're not alone. You don't have to push people away. Let yourself be happy. It's so sad. I don't know what to say. It's okay, kid. I passed this gift on to you so that you could go on and be a better person than I was. My legacy lives on. I get, I've get. i gotten to watch you all these years. You and Pigeon, that friendship warms my heart. I know that I couldn't have asked for a better friend for you, a, a better protector, but there's other people too. You, you can open yourself up to them. But I miss you all the time, Mom. I know, but I... I've been with you this whole time, I promise. And I know that you're going to do great when I'm not with you anymore. (sighs) So, like, when is she going to heal me? Am I just stuck here for a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, I I need to let you go. I need to let you go back and get back out there. Uh, So, I... I'm going to. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. She leans down and she kisses your forehead. And then she plunges her hand into your stomach. And it hurts. And then she pulls it out. And she's holding several shards of a red gem in her hand. And she smiles, that loving smile, and says, I love you, my sweet little hibiscus. As she fades away. Mama. The surroundings fade and you are back laying on the ground. You are still bleeding, but you no longer have that red gem in your stomach anymore. At least you don't have most of it. 
you're laying on the ground in the center of this island again. Not far away from you is who would still be standing there? Oh, Sailor Twift. So this woman that you don't know is standing near you. Um, uh, um, um, guys, hoping to catch the attention of anybody. Yeah, you're saying that. Uh, and Phaleon, you are still bleeding. That wound didn't magically heal or anything, but you can feel a little bit more energy as that is out. Like you can feel a little bit of your own siren abilities and your your tattoo isn't glowing as strong necessarily, but it isn't flickering like it was before. Sailor, why don't you roll a talk check? Oh boy, uh, that's going to be... So I rolled an eight, but I have a mod of one. So or just going to have zero with an asterisk next to it. Oh yeah, that's when you're... There was a there's a certain condition where you, when you're trying oh when you're trying to persuade somebody oh no I uh, I have rolled an eight so I don't not know how to talk to this mysterious person that just poofed <laughs> out of air well that was more so for like when you were calling out to everybody everybody's still in, oh. involved in the combat and so they don't Dang notice it. oh no so it is just you and Phaleon. A sailor is a little freaked out. Uh, by this body that has just magically appeared. So she's just going to slowly take the red bullet that she put in her pocket and put it back into the sniper rifle. Not really sure what's going to happen. Just want to be prepared. I'm going to weakly say, no, no, no. Don't shoot me. That's what everybody who doesn't want to get shot says. I know, but really don't shoot me. I promise I'm good. Ish. You had to (laughs) kill me, but it killed you just the same. Hey, look what you made me do. But also, I was not the one who shot you. That was her over there. We got bad blood. Plumbing the depths of my brain for more Taylor Swift lyrics. Is Pigeon around? He's flying around the area. I I think you have a connection enough that you can do something. I want to fix my wound. So I'm going to try and infuse Pigeon with fire again. Okay, let's roll interact. 18. Okay, yeah. You're able to infuse him. You feel him somewhere in the area. You infuse him with fire. It's not long before he comes back to you. Can he fix me? Can he help? Let's try it. Interact for him. 15. He flies up. So happy that you're back. Do you want to describe how he does it? You can do that. Okay. Yeah. On fire, you kind of point to your chest. Like you're holding the wound and then you like open it and motion towards it. And then Pigeon goes and presses its fiery body against your your solar plexus and it seals up the wound though it hurts like hell and you scream yeah of course okay i think that's enough for everybody to hear so everybody else hears i never miss an opportunity to find a screaming woman oh my god why is he like this (laughs) uh damos is going to turn to mercurius and be like ghost ghost your friend's a ghost she's a ghost now Ghost friend! Ghost! Oinks, oinks. Sailor is still standing, like, near her, holding the gun. Like, do I... Do... What do I do here? Well, she's a ghost, so it's not gonna hurt her. So shoot the ghost? No, don't shoot the ghost. That's a waste of good bullets. Don't shoot the ghost! Don't shoot the ghost! Don't shoot ghosts. Deimos is going to leave the area, return back to uh, where Sailor and Phaleon are, out of mere interest at the aspect of seeing a ghost, and also to apologize. He runs up, he falls to his knee- knees beside the screaming Phaleon, and is like, sorry, sorry, real sorry, we thought you were 
God, and it was, and there was fire, and you were, and the town, you were, I mean, man, you were hurting people, so we had to do, I'm real sorry, uh, cool ghost form, though, I, why are you screaming, are you good, is she good, guys, roll anyone? search, roll search, roll search, yeah. all right, all right, all right, let's or maybe it. insight, probably insight, roll insight, insight, yeah. Ooh, that's a 920, baby. Okay. Yeah. As you're looking, you know, you have a lot of experience with yes. humans and repairing them. Mm. So you instantly recognize, like, wait a minute, you're not a ghost. You have a bad burn wound. Very bad burn wound. <laughs> Owie, ow, ow, oof. Okay. So he's going to reach out. He's like, you look so real for a ghost. Oh. And he, like, is able to touch your arm and just kind of, like, pulls back, like, oh, my bad. Not a ghost. Not a ghost. Okay. And then he takes his little satchel and starts digging through it, clinking, clinking glass, looking through the little uh, potions he brought with. Uh, I have something. Uh, I wrote I it myself. It'll, it'll do you up real nice. And I am going to take out a rare health potion. She just un-unalived, so I don't know if she can take it herself, pour it on her Make her drink it. How do the potions work in here? Yeah, I mean, what do you? Would it be an ointment or like a potion that you put on the wound uh, that she drinks? Yeah, probably nasal spray. <laughs> in an aerosol can. No, it'll just be like a just potion, I guess. Apply on the wound. Yeah, we'll do that. That's easier. Is pigeon still cauterizing? No, definitely done. Yeah. All right, this should help. Uh, bear with me. He's gonna pop the cork for the rare health rare health potion uh, directly on the wound. Uh, it regens 2d8 plus 5 health. And then he's going to say, sorry again. Real sorry about that. Sorry. But yeah, literally. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to also say mention when I was looking through the satchel, there's a lot of clinking going on. And you guys aren't sure what all's in there. There's a lot of something in there. Don't worry about it, though. Maybe it's booze for all of us. The one person that was remaining shot himself, stands up, raises his gun over to shoot towards you guys. And then Pigeon sees that. And I imagine maybe... uh goes full rage mode on it yeah absolutely i'm not even gonna have it roll for anything it just like takes out the rage of like was this the effort that shot my friend here so he goes and he very fires this guy very fires he like goes and spins around the body and just makes this tornado of fire and then there's there's like a skeleton and it just disintegrates afterwards so that enemy's gone and you feel like a little bit better failion after patched up but you still feel very weak Okay, I'm going to grab Dearest Lucinda by the arm and walk her up the slope and go to Phaleon. See, I told you I didn't stab you. On that note, here's my sister Lucinda. <laughs> uh, hi. Nice to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Um, sorry I shot you. You shot but it me? it was in the best interest of the whole town. Wow. I know, whatever beef we had, she's way worse. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm not surprised you're related to Tarquin. I'm surprised I'm related to Tarquin. Yeah, I, it eats me up every day. How are you feeling? How's the pain? Are you all right? Do you think you could sit up? I love how literally none of us have said that. Like, are you okay? No one's <laughs> asking. I'm like, y'all, classic. Sailor's, Sailor's still got the gun pointed at her. <laughs> <laughs> Am I healed? Like, do I, like, after the potion? You feel better-ish. You're still laying on the ground. Would you say the cold, hard ground? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're still laying on the cold, hard ground. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and get up. Roll interact. 
Actually, roll traverse. It's a movement thing. I think that works. You're trying to traverse your own body here. Ten. Okay, you start to get up, but then you fall down because you feel too weak to really stand on your own. There were three men just standing there watching her. (laughs) (laughs) The best friends. I wouldn't say best friends. (laughs) People you met once. (laughs) And then you hear gunshots coming from the other way as people are starting to climb up the shore of that island. All right, Damos is going to look around at everyone. I don't know if we want to stick around here, but now that your ghost friend is not a ghost anymore, I suggest potentially taking cover somewhere else because this is looking hairy. Yeah, we can't exactly run anywhere with Phaleon in this condition, so form a perim- perimeter? Perimeter? Oh, what? Your, your, your little girlfriend pancake can't carry her? Well, Cause... she doesn't have hands. Well, that sounds like a her problem. <laughs> Why did she give her hands if she's superior? I don't know. I didn't, nobody ever said she was superior. <laughs> hmm. This is fine. Good boy is massive. Good boy is massive. Looks like good boy. You're massive. You could carry her on your back and we can get the heck out of here. Uh, th- I am massive. You are massive. Good oh. job on that, by the way. Very good. 11 out of 10. Mr. Mayor, you are capable of absolutely anything. Thank you, Sailor. Uh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, that's our hero, Mr. Mayor. Do it for my constituents. Yippee! He did it for the vote. Mr. Mayor! Mr. Mayor! Mr. All right, I will assist in getting the weak Phaleon up onto Good Boy's back. Maybe Tark when you could take the other side, or Mercurius. You just each arm and... Respectfully, the last time I touched Phaleon, she got shot. So I'm just... I'm just gonna... <laughs> Respectfully. I promise I will not fire this red bullet at her again for now. She's cheer captain and I'll stay in the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mercurius, help me. Yeah, I put, I'm putting pancake away. So I'm help you with that. Let's say good boy. You rolled a strength interact check. That should be real easy for you. It should be. Yeah, that's a three. Although I do have a plus five. So eight. And what's your other what's your regular interact bonus? Two. So ten. It's not super comfortable or anything. You were doing like on the over the shoulders type thing. Yeah, like the fireman carry. And it's like your head is digging right into like where her burn is. That's why it's not super successful. And so she's squirming while you're moving with her. Not that I didn't pick her up very well. It's more that I'm just like, hey, Phaleon, look how fast I can run while I'm carrying you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's miserable. Phaleon's <laughs> <laughs> like, just let me die again. Like, you guys I suck. <laughs> the reinforcements from the Salamancas are running up to you guys and shooting towards you. I'm going to, I'll roll even just to see how well they shoot. Everybody with a movement lower than five takes three damage. So tell me if you took the damage. Phaleon, you don't count. I took the D. Phrasing. (laughs) I think I definitely took damage. How much damage? Three. Minus one if you're next to me. Which everybody pretty much is, so two damage. My movement is five, so... Okay, so you're safe. Uh, I did take damage, yeah. Okay, but I'm going to say that you shielded Phaleon because she's on your shoulders. But they are running towards you. You know that you're not going to be able to just outrun them this way. Can anyone fly? Can I touch the red stone? Would that do anything? I think we've had quite enough of that, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's no more red stone. Your mom took it out of you. I thought she had it in her guns. Sailor has one, doesn't she? Oh, you're talking about Sailor's gun. Sailor's red gem. Or would it not do anything? Yeah, it's in bullet form. Do you want me to shoot her again? Don't shoot me. No shooting. Roll insight. Let's do that. That would be a 22. From your use of it and what you know about it, it's about draining magic. Like it it creates a void area or you are able to like amplify it and create this large area where magic can't be used. Okay. Which as you're thinking about too, like that's why the brew you coin fell out and disintegrated. And same with when you tried to take Tarquins and it disintegrated. Okay, so I don't want to use it, right? But you've also used it in the past and like when you use it, it doesn't it doesn't drain your ability because you're the one using it. But if someone uses it against you or if you use it against something else, it drains it of its magic properties. Okay. So yeah, probably it's not useful against guns like this. Yeah, so they are running towards you. Good boy, are you trying to like kind of run away? You guys, I think you all are trying to run away, right? That was the plan at first. Yeah. But you're not moving fast enough and you know it's because you can't carry Phaleon and move fast enough to get out of there. Like the rest of you, yeah, maybe you could. Maybe you could keep at sixes and keep a distance and just take a little bit of damage here and there until maybe you can hide or something. But but you would be leaving Phaleon and Good Boy behind. Uh, Lucinda, why don't you stay back and fight off all these bad guys while we run to safety? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, that was easy. <laughs> I volunteer to stay with Lucinda. Oh my god, that's the sort of thing a best friend would say. Oh, best? Yeah, it's weird. She's never had one. She wouldn't know. I've got no retort for that. I'm like, yes, I... No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice having friends, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Deimos is going to look at Mercurius and then look back at his other buddies who are staying behind and look at Mercurius again. And then he reaches into his pouch and he digs around some more. You hear a bunch of clanking gemstones that he stole from the Salamancos. And then he pulls out the little souvenir that he bought. It's one of those little things you can get at the arcade, the little plastic heart-shaped necklaces that are in, in half and they say BFF. And he get, takes it out of the package and pulls them apart and hands one Mercurius. No. Don't, don't do anything stupid. I'm going to help these guys out so you can get your friend back to safety and make sure she's good. And, um... You know, we will meet, we'll meet up again, right? Yeah, I mean, now now that I, like, we both know that we're alive. Yeah, you should try looking for me this time, okay? Huh? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Very cool, very cool. Take, take the necklace. I take the necklace. Yes, and Deimos puts his on right away. He's smiling. I will also put mine on. Hell yeah, okay. I feel like a real son of a bitch for not ever looking <laughs> for Deimos. He's going to then um, nod and then look at Good Boy and nod and look at Phaleon and nod and look at Tarquin and uh, sorry about your arm. And then run back to his buddies. Hang on, what? What do you mean, sorry about my arm? Bye. 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 Come on, we got to go. Go, go, go. Get her to safety. It was nice to meet you, I guess. Not you, Lucinda. Burn in hell. Jesus. <laughs> your boyfriend is really mean. Sailor aims the gun ever so slightly. <laughs> he's not my boyfriend. He's my brother. And yes, he is. Well, either way, I feel slightly less guilty now. All right, let's take these assholes out. Pulls out his combat rifle. Three of you post up. Well, actually, the six of you. 
Uh, oh man, now I have to remember everybody's names. Are you kidding me? You've got Dr. Olivia Benson, Meredith Gray, and Benjamin Button. Yep, plus Sailors, Twift, Lucinda Britstone, and Deimos, no last name. Uh, <laughs> they stand, they form a line, and start engaging with the enemy and slowing them down as the four of you make your escape. Zoom out over the island. You can see the whole big city center area where there's the big circle with the buildings. There's two humans, a robot and three cats, and they're engaging with just this big crowd of enemies, even bigger than it was before. Three other people are running away, one of them with a woman held on his back. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this insane episode of Friend and Foe Adventure Co. I've been your bunker master, Riley Stock. And a frivolous fact about Alaspis is that the largest book publishing company in Alaspis is run by a psycho. That's it. That's the frivolous frivolous fact. His name is... Good boy? (laughs) His name is Bad Boy. Bizarro boy. Bad boy's good books. (laughs) Bad guy. We're going to start with our crew first, uh, and I'll just kind of go from bottom up on my screen. So first, Kimmy. I am Kimberly. I play Phaleon. And a frivolous fact about Phaleon is... She likes fuzzy socks. Fact. Frivolous fact. All right, let's go to Matt. That's great. Uh, I'm Matt. I play Good Boy. And a frivolous fact about him is that... Oh, man. I'm drawing a blank, too. I wasn't expecting to have to do this today. Use the predictive text, Matt. Use <laughs> it. So the... <laughs> says Good Boy has this... <laughs> This doesn't really make sense, but it's funny. It says good boy has the same name as you. <laughs> so guess everyone? At the end of the day, we're all just good boys. Aww. Do a Mr. Mayor one. <laughs> that didn't really work either. This says Mr. Mayor is a good boy. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's perfect! Where is the lie? There is no lie. <laughs> Good boy's name is the same as the mayor. Oh, wait a minute. Good boy's name is you. Phil, you go next. Hi, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone, the the better Britstone. And a frivolous fact about him is that his favorite book is Kip Kessler and the Druid's Tomb. Dig it. Indiana Jones-style type adventures. Indiana who? (laughs) Merc, uh, yeah, Kyle, go ahead. Okay, I'm Kyle. I'm the voice of Mercurius, and Mercurius' frivolous fact is that Good Boy has the same name as him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can we record another one where we all just say, hi, I'm Good Boy? (laughs) I'm Good Boy. I play Good Boy. You have to come up with... No, no, you gotta give me a real frivolous fact for you. It's gotta gotta be a different one. I really wanted to do that. (laughs) Okay, uh, I was gonna do, before I decided to change it to that, I was gonna say, he, uh, when he's nervous, he gets sweaty palms. Uh, All right, well, now we're gonna go to our guests. Thank you all for coming back. Every one of these returning guests, yeah, round of applause. That was so much fun and so awesome to be able to do like the reveals for everybody. When we were recording this, nobody has heard Rebecca's episode with Matt. But by the time 
this comes out, everybody everybody will have heard it and fallen in love with Sailor Twift already. So, <laughs> oh, excited! <laughs> so, go ahead, introduce yourself and plug anything you have. Who me? Yes, Queen. I'm Rebecca Frost, and I had an absolute blast. Thank you for having me. I played Sailor Twift, and a fact about Sailor Twift is she's a good boy. But Sailor Twift also has never painted their nails, but is super intrigued by the concept. Neon starting a trend. (laughs) Yeah, that is really fascinating to me. I don't know why. It was a weird one. (laughs) You wanted a frivolous fact. Yeah. (laughs) So next, nobody has heard this person either at the time of this recording. Nobody in the group has heard her episode, nor have any of the listeners by the time this episode comes out. We've got Bunty. Hi, thank you for having me. This was fun. I'm Bunty. I played Lucinda. A frivolous fact about Lucinda is that her first gun was a gift from Tarquin on Mercenary Day. When he got a top-of-the-range gun, he gave her his old one. (laughs) Hand me down. Aww. She treasures it. (laughs) Lies, 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 lies. Hey, it showed Tarquin in a good light there. (laughs) He very much could have thrown it in the bin. That was option A. There was no bin handy. So he just, he handed it to Lucinda thinking she would put it in the bin. (laughs) And she thought it was a present. She was like, oh my God, for me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Uh, All right, let's go to uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick, welcome back. Man, triumphant return. Uh, my name is Nick. I play Deimos. I'm super glad to be back again. Thank you again, Riley, for all your hard work. Love it. Frivolous fact about Nick is that last time we were recording, I entered the chat as number one Tarquin smoocher. And <laughs> Lucinda's over there like, hmm, interesting. Uh, but yeah, frivolous fact about Deimos is that he dreams in binary. He always wanted to have dreams. And after being brought back by the doctor, started Streaming in binary. Aw, that's tender. That better not be Dr. Shartleby face because ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I don't know anything. I just I just work here. Before Nick's episode, even the first episode, we talked about him coming back and kept it a secret from Kyle all these all these year. We've been plotting. Sons of bitches. <laughs> it's been so hard not to say anything. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, man, Deimos, cry face. And I'll be like, yeah, so sad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Too bad. Bummer. I wish I could come back. <laughs> well, oh, social medias and stuff and any projects oh, that you have. Yeah. Everybody do that. Let's go. I'll go back through the same order. So, uh, Rebecca, social media, any projects you want people to be aware of? On social media, I'm most active on Twitter. You can find me at Rebecca. Um, I've also got a YouTube channel called The Critics Darling that I've kind of soft launched where I just want to talk about movies and stuff. So you can find me there. Bunty. Uh, what is social media? <laughs> For real. <laughs> Do you have any presence? I had to. OK, yeah. Side thing. I had to reach out to Bunty on Facebook. Didn't know her real name or anything exactly. So I was like, I think that this might be Bunty. and. Like, just message her and like, do you know Phil? <laughs> Something like that on Facebook. <laughs> and then it was like a couple days later and she responded. It was about a week. And to be honest, you timed it perfectly for my annual check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then she gave me her email and we like. The full year. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and again, this was planned before, like I told her, like, you know, do you want to come back at a certain point before this, you know, like before we even recorded the first one? So the secret, the secretive behavior, guys. I know I'm not good with secrets. Um, But did you have anything to plug? (laughs) No, I guess if you want to hear more of my voice, you could listen to Kids on Brooms over at Organized Fun. Yeah, both Kids on Brooms and Kids on Bikes. Uh, I have a playlist for both of those. Maybe they'll both even be completed. So Kids on Bikes is definitely completed. I have a playlist on Spotify. I'll link it in the episode description. And then the Kids on Brooms one, if it's finished, I'll finish that playlist and link it in there too. So a lot of fun. But that's Phil runs that over on Organized Fun. Organized with an ass. Organized with an S because he's British. And uh, yeah, it's both of those adventures are really fun, but it's a board game podcast. So they like kind of come out when he doesn't have a board game that he's reviewing. Accurate? Totally accurate. Ac- ac- accurate. <laughs> and then Nick, go ahead and plug your stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, so you can find me on pretty much any social media platform under the username Nick Strosity. Uh, I mainly cosplay and I'm actually going to be opening up cosplay commissions soon. So if you want something made, hit me up. Oh, hell yeah. As in, like, making stuff that people can buy? Yes. Oh, my God, make me talk, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Thanks again, everybody. Great episode. You guys, as far as we know, either you're going to live or die here on that island. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn it. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. It has been so long since we put out a new episode. This one is two weeks late, and I am so sorry for that. We had a lot of work trips and vacations and then got sick, things like that, that just made it so that I fell behind. I was even editing while on vacation. That's how much this show means to me and how much all of your support means to me. So thank you for your patience. I hope that you haven't left us because this was such a fun grand finale for this kind of arc. It has been so long since the last episode that... Rebecca has started a whole new show on Geek Show. She is doing the Space Show show where she is reviewing episodes, like old episodes of Star Trek. And she's doing that with Carrie Jackson, who here in Utah, he's a radio host from the Radio From Hell, which is one of my favorite radio stations. And he's probably my favorite on there because he's such a big geek. And so anyways, it's fun to watch them talk about these old Star Trek episodes. So go ahead and check out the Space Show show. And then going over to Nick, he said that he was going to be doing commission soon. Those are open. So go ahead and reach out to him if you need something done. And then jumping over to Bunty, it's actually related to me as well. So Bunty, me, and Phil are doing Teens in Space on Phil's podcast, Organized Fun, organized with an S because he's British. And I'm the American on there playing an alien. Bunty's playing an alien. Phil is GMing it. It is sci-fi fun shenanigans. There's two episodes out so far. I'll put the playlist in this episode description From the last episode that aired to this episode, Nick got married, Kimmy and I got to go to the wedding, and we had so much fun. We're so happy that him and his wife are together, and they're just the cutest couple, and everyone at the wedding was so nice. We have literally said, like, I officiated my one of my best friend's weddings, our wedding, we got married, and I have said this, and I mean it, that It was by far the best wedding we've ever been to in our entire life. So much fun. So many cool, nice people. Just 
just a great time. So thank you, Nick, for inviting us, which is so incredibly honoring because, you know, like we know each other because of this podcast, because you were listening and commenting on things. And then you came on to the show and like, I'm just blown away. So thank you for inviting us and congratulations on the rest of your life with your now wife. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or good pods. You can also join our Discord server. Link for that is in the episode description under our link tree, which also takes you to like our coffee and our social medias, which are all at FF Adventure Co. On, we're, main, we're mainly active on Twitter, but we are also on Instagram and Facebook, and you can interact with us there. If all goes well, next episode should be out August 15th. There's a very, very small chance that I could be late with this episode, but then after that, I promise it should be back to normal episode releases of every other week. That's it. That's all. Remember, badasses, we will be known forever by the tracks we leave, so make sure your tracks are badass. You all are running through the city, leaving your old companions behind. And you're noticing as you're running that the city is pretty dead, pretty vacant. There's abandoned buildings. There's no rivers. There's just bridges that go over, you know, empty canals, empty riverbeds, those kind of things. You run until you get to a safe distance. Or what do you guys do? Uh, what do you do? What do you, how long are you running for? Until we're at a safe distance. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You get to a safe distance. You're like on the outskirts of town. Hey, guys, this looks like a safe distance. <laughs> I say, yeah, I feel just safe. Like, just intrinsically safe. And it is a distance. Okay, but seriously, we need to get Faye on some help. And it looks like town is pretty empty. What are we going to do? Call 911. Call a... Um... Call an ambulance, but not for me. Right. Yes. I don't think anyone here can help us. It doesn't look like the trains are running. We need to get somewhere better than this. Well, the only person I know is Amir. Are we going to call Amir? Let's call Amir. This is a group call. All four of you are linked in on it, right? Just uh, all of you can hear the conversation. All of you can participate in it. Wait, what state is Phelion in? Is she conscious? Is she just like chilling on good boy's shoulder like, hey. <laughs> I just give a weak thumbs up. Yeah, so you, you all five are going to call Amir? Or all four? You four are going to call Amir? Pigeon's yeah. in on the call too. Yeah, of course. Okay. Hello, friend and foe adventure co. This is Amir. Hey, buddy. I got you on speakerphone. The so don't say, any, don't say anything that you wouldn't want uh, everybody else to hear. Uh, like, but Tarquin's not there, right? That guy sucks. Hey! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Back from the dead, are we? Oh yeah, the siren was like jamming all our stuff. Yeah, and then we were in some like weird uh, alternate dimensions for a bit. Yeah, we were like trapped in this like ice pub, and then we were trapped in Phaleon's head. It was it was a whole thing on an island that kept moving. <laughs> You'll have to go back one day. <laughs> so we have to go back on the exact correct bearing, otherwise shit's just going to get weird. There's these polar bears that nobody ever explained to me why they were there. Wait, no. 
They didn't no, they explain were. that. Yeah, they were there to be, they were experiment bears, weren't they? Yeah, I think there was something about intelligence and they were in cages and could push the button to get food and they were smarter than Sawyer type of thing. You know, classic islands polar bear stuff. Wait a minute, I'm lost. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I feel like as the only one who hasn't seen Lost, it was my job. It was my duty <laughs> to you. make that pun. So, uh, yeah, well, that sounds pretty nuts. I assume uh, you've got Princess Consuela with you, too. Is, is she there? Shit, what happened to her? Uh, she was she was there with you guys. Was she not in the little mind palace and whatnot there with you? Yeah, she didn't go into the... the the Final Fantasy VII memory hole thing. Oh, uh, that's not good, you guys. Because, like, we don't know who we were. We were children. Okay, but seriously, like, when was the last time anyone saw her? Right after we woke up from the ice tavern. No, but we didn't wake up from that. Which one? The fake one or the real one? She was there for the real one in the... Because I remember when we were fighting. True. But then we got blasted with fire and lightning. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Let me try something. I'm just going to shout, Princess Consuela! <laughs> Into the, like, <laughs> empty town. <laughs> no answer, yeah. Oh, shit. We're awful babysitters. How keen are we on having her back? <laughs> well, I would, I would hate to just leave a defenseless child. Uh, yeah. Like, that's what I was just trying to scope out, obviously. <laughs> Isn't she with business child's dad? No, where? What's happened to all the people? Fire lightning? Uh... People left. People left the town because it was drying up and the Salamancas were starting to take over more and more. So it just became a problem town. People left because they didn't want to deal with it. How do you know? Was it on the news? We're all kind of hurting for water here because that was the world's faucet. Water's starting to run a little bit low. There's, there's those ice areas that she froze before. A couple of the lakes from Everfalls led to areas that would puddle up, you know, make smaller ponds or lakes. And she froze up a lot of those before all of this happened, I guess. And uh, so people are, a couple of companies are mounted up on those now and starting to melt ice and bottle them and package them and send them out. But it's, it's not cheap. Okay, well, I tell you, we can sort all of that out, all the things that are gone wrong with the world. But at the moment, Amir, we've got a little bit of a sitch, and we're wondering, could you fast travel us back to your hold, please? Well, you can fast travel yourselves back. You have the, oh, you've never used it before. All you have to do is just open it up on your Echo Stones and tap away at where you want to go. Anywhere that you've already been, you can already go, as long as there's a fast travel station there. Okay, thanks, bye. Are you, are you coming back? I've walked away from the from the group chat. You'll see us when we get there. We'll get there in just a minute. <laughs> Hello? Hello? What about Princess Consuela? Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Dial tone for him. <laughs> you guys all end the conversation? Yeah, we hung, we hung up on him. Well, back to Geoholt then? Yeah, we open up the main menu and select the map. Yeah, you pop open your main menu on your echo on your echo stone, drag it over to the world, and then it goes to Laspis, and then to Geo Hold, and then to Saloon Dion. Enter, confirm. Are you sure you want to travel? Oh, accept cookies. Yep, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Wait, I have to read the. In- I have to read the entire terms of service. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally start talking to somebody so that 
it exits everybody out of the menu. <laughs> yeah. There's like a countdown. It's like four, three, two. Oh, hey, that's a cool shirt. I got this tie-dye skag t-shirt. <laughs> Fast travel canceled. God damn it. Open it, open up the menu again. Uh yeah. And then it, you get the whole thing. Four, three, two, one. It's our loading screen tooltip. You get a loading screen and it has this mansion on it, topiaries in front of it, and it says in the splattered writing, Saloon Dion. And then at the very bottom of the screen, you read and it says, Radiation damage can go through shields, damaging health directly. From a rooftop, after you guys beam off into the fast travel network, this woman, brown hair, she's got a tattoo, circular shaped, it's yellow faintly glowing and then she says well that was a bit of a delay but i think we're back on track everybody get back to where they need to be Vault hunter i'll watch you back if you watch mine Vault hunter those bandits better run and hide you got your 27 Pigeon still around? Yes, Pigeon is still around. Oh, not that that helps us or anything. I, I said that like Eureka, but I had nothing. Out of character, real quick. The whole fucking episode, it was like Lucinda's out here rolling ones, and then the <laughs> one time, the one time, it was a nat twenty, and we're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's really lucky it wasn't a headshot because that might have gone worse. <laughs> Yeah, I I had her describe where where she shot before they knew. <laughs> Sorry, my mind is boggling. When did you guys record all that? What? What? I'm in shock. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And literally, Bunty, I saw you yesterday, and you did not drop a hint of this. I know. I, I hate, hate you. I, I was just like <laughs> bouncing the whole time. <laughs> oh, you know what? The one thing I can't find i have my character sheet and skill tree but i don't have my weapon um card i think you emailed it to me though i'm so sorry look at me oh, i'm you're prepared good. i was busy crying during the entire first half um so i didn't have my don't worry about it i did not cry as much as i thought i would i it doesn't help that we're all f- making stupid little bits the whole time because how all of us cope with sadness is humor yeah <laughs> it helped me not cry because i was like good. I did the whole like stomach thing and I was starting to cry and then Tarquin's like I didn't stab you and I was like fuck you you know like way to kill this moment you know <laughs> but also fuck you because it's awesome <laughs> yep 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 uh, okay so I'm going to okay so first things first the Scorpio to- why am I struggling with that word the Scorpio the toilet. Scorpio tor- the tor- the tortoise the tortoise tortoise is the name of the turret tortoise. Um, <laughs> Scorpio Scorpio turret. I was about to say classic Britstones. No sorries from either of them. Just like what? I also want to say, oh, holy shit! 
I wish that Kimmy could have been here for all of this and chatting because I have how many texts? Let's look. I have 11 texts from her. And do you want to say what some of them are? They're just Taylor Swift lyrics about how mad I am that I'm dead. There's these stairs leading upwards to a small floating landing, and there's a black throne on it. And then standing beside the throne, you see a woman. No, she's my special friend. Plumbing the depths of my brain for more Taylor Swift lyrics. Is Pigeon around? What the hell Taylor Swift song is that? I'm curious to know where they're off to next. Where are these sons of bitches going next? Tune in next time. Tune in next time. time. To our next episode of Phaleon didn't deserve any of this shit and everyone sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in next time too. Whoops. (laughs) Oopsie. (laughs) Lots of oopsies. Oopsie poopsie. Mm. What are you going to do? Bald hunters. (laughs) (laughs) They'll fuck you up on accident. Bald hunters. I also like that Mercurius could have been like, I live in Geohold <laughs> or something. No, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Like, here's my, address, no here's my Echo Stone number. <laughs> oh my God, I have one of those. Shit. <laughs> well, obviously. It's poetic this way. You know, yeah. yeah. Come find me. Where yeah. you at? I'm, come find me. Doesn't matter. That's, that's also you. what I do with Lucinda. That's that everything I tell point. her is a lie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I live in Firehaven and my Echo Stone number is 555 get fucked. <laughs> Beautiful.